we are going to try and speak about that which can't be spoken about, yet can only lead each of us to use this information as something that can be practiced on our own so as it shouldn't be something to believe in but something to experience becoming not access to more knowledge yet a gateway to our own personal knowing of reality and we are requesting the the grace and the blessings of all those before us and of all those who might be within the physical body today that we should have a flow of truth and reality beyond the temporal body and mind and free from the forces of the ego and so what we are going to speak about is the solution for each person's personal challenge whatever it might be it's also the solution for the world's challenge and challenges whatever they might be because we first must be aware of the smoke screen that there is no exterior cause for our own suffering no matter what it might be no matter how convinced we are that there is some other external source causing us either pain or confusion or anxiety or depression or whatever it might be whether it's mental or physical or financial or emotional relationship whatever it is we first must throw off the major smoke screen of thinking the solution is anywhere except with my own self that's the first smoke screen so drop all of those things that anything or any person or any object or any situation of the past or the present that you think is responsible 
for you not being able to be in your natural state, which is peace, love, and joy. You must immediately drop that smoke screen. For without that, there is no possibility of being cured. And if you don't cure your own self, the world will not be cured, not in any way. The second major smokescreen that we need to get rid of is the concept that what we really are is this temporal body this temporal mind, this conditioned personality that I had very little choice of, of becoming if we want to be honest with ourselves. And we must take away that smoke screen of thinking that what I am is the name that was given me. The family that I was born into, my nationality, my religion, all of those ideas which are like the first ink on a fresh piece of paper that even if they're erased, are very hard to break free of. So we're going to have to break through and get rid of that smoke stream because that's also keeping us from our true nature of peace, love, and joy, and to connect with what our true self is, what our true reality is, which is beyond, it is an eternal before birth, after death existence, which cannot be put into words or concepts, but we're going to try to speak about how each one of us can experience that, and then there is no arguing about it, there is no trying to explain why everyone else is wrong or there's no f more fighting with the world. There's no more fighting with ourselves. There's just the realization that I can trace back to that thoughtless state of being and to be inside the being and then to know the natural relationship that that true reality being has with this temporal physical body and mind and then we can find the healthy balance of how to allow that body and mind to be used as a vessel 
to hold and shine the light of the the being which is the actual light which needs a vessel and so what we're going to speak about now is has nothing to do with any religion has nothing to do with any nation has nothing to do with any political agenda no personal interests it only has to do with getting each of us to taste and be able to remain in our true natural state of being which is peace love and joy understanding that whatever it is that is giving the life force to this existence to this creation to all beings that whatever it is we are it and it must be here as us right here right now it is not something in the past or future or above the planets it is all of those and yet exclusively present right here right now in this moment yet you and i must be here right now that on one hand is so simple so so simple and on the other hand the world has conditioned us to make it complicated in a short story is about the king who wanted to appoint a new advisor to his kingdom a very prestigious position and so they were going to say bring me the three supposedly smartest men that could fulfill could fill this role i want to see who's the smartest and so three of them were brought before the king and the king showed them took them to a room and showed them a big door with a big door handle and around the door handle was this lock with these combination numbers on it you know like those combination locks and he says whoever is able to open the door will be 
the advisor to the kingdom. And so immediately two of supposedly the very smart people trying to be the advisor together, they realized they, they thought they had a lot of knowledge about science and about math and physics. And, and so what they did was they went into the corner and they started speaking about all the theories of possibly how to undo combinations to a lock and what do you need to do what are the possibilities and of moving all the numbers and they're sitting there and they see the other guy is just he's just sitting on the couch looking at the door very calmly and after some time passes while they're still in the midst of getting deep into these theories this other person walks calmly to the door and opens it up just with the handle because even though there was a lock there the door wasn't locked it was just a big combination lock around the handle but it had nothing to do with opening the door and so all of our conditioning all of the books all of the religions all of the media and all of the information blasting at you a million miles a minute are the two supposed smart people who have acquired a lot of knowledge in the corner, yet the person, the third person, he didn't have a lot of knowledge. He had knowing, he had experienced within his being reality. And he had clear vision and so even though they were in the corner all busy and exciting their ego with all the knowledge they'd had acquired, they were just keeping themselves and keeping everyone else from being able to open the door. And so as unpopular as it might be, you're going to have to know that all the historians, all the scientists, all the theologians, all the philosophers, all of that energy has buried fruit surrounded by piles of peels and The reality is that at the end of all of it, the only solution that could be given for our own salvation 
our own peace, the own peace of mankind, the only solution to the peace of the environment and of the climate and of the existence of this planet all depends on the simple highest knowledge of knowing one's self, of experiencing oneself and all of the other things are external knowledge that will not do the trick you're going to have to do it yourself and we're going to explain now the theory of self-inquiry of how to inquire what is my true self how can I be the one to open the door calmly observing and sitting still and being calm calming the mind stilling the busyness of the other two who are stuck in the corner trying to figure out the combination when there's nothing locked there is nothing locked there's, it's so simple that what this metaphor of the story is is that no there is nothing no information needed external to yourself there are no fancy theories and tricks or rituals that are going to help now as a side note even the holiest master who for sure said it has to be experienced in yourself and none of the books are going to have the answer he explained that just as Einstein had to first stand on the shoulders of all the scientific information before him and then he used that to become go beyond it and to become Einstein that is how one must look at all of scripture all of philosophy all of these things if you look at it as though the answer is there you are going to be trapped and won't get through the door you'll be figuring out the combination when there is nothing to figure out but if you are reading it understanding that it is only pointing you to slowly walk and open the door and it's not trying to entrap you or to control you or to lock you into the corner that you're a this or a that whether it's this religion or this philosophy or this and you're you got yourself too one-sided because you see anything that has to do with the truth it's full of paradox and as soon as you say it's a beautiful night the dawn appears 
and as soon as you are watching the sunset of the day, it becomes night. So the night and the day, they are combined. And so whenever you're going to try to think that by knowledge, by figuring out some formula of putting together pieces of things you've read in books or heard from other people, that you're going to be able to open up the combination, you're not going to be able to do it. Your ego might convince you that you're the person that knows the most. You can quote this amount of books by heart and you know all these different theories by heart and you've traveled all over the world and you can name every you know restaurant in every city in you know we're, we're all over and you're going to think that somehow that's going to help you it's, it won't it will even keep you further from it because it's just building up your ego and that's why all the greatest teachers who have brought real peace to the world and real enlightenment of explaining to other people that you are no different than me and that you yourself can do it. I can't do it for you. And it's right here, right now, and it's very simple. It is in the heart center. It is... It is... Your true being, and it can never be moved from you, no matter what you've done. But they always knew that they could only give that experience over to the very simple people or people who are prepared to let go of all the other wise guys trying to figure out the combination who have their minds clouded with knowledge that just pumps up the ego and doesn't get you through the door. So, yes, in today's world, it is extremely important. I've been saying for years that what is needed today, the world is suffering from small-mindedness and and extreme leftist and rightist and extreme religious views, not only this religion against that religion, but within the own religions against themselves and scientists and medicine and everyone thinking it's only one way and, and losing all of the ability to build bridges and to understand all the subtle nuances and the gray areas that are really involved with 
reality of how that different people can be actually speaking about the same mountain yet they're all describing it extremely truthfully yet they're not realizing that they're all sitting at different angles around the mountain and very few are seeing the mountain from the top and bottom and surrounding dimensions at all at the same time and for that you have to keep your ears open your mind open to experience this moment to have the humility that you don't know none of us have any clue really about anything and yet we 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 don't like to know feel that we don't we feel insecure with that and so we convince ourselves we try to think we know everything and convince ourselves of these little small locked in views which destroy the world and they also destroy ourselves because we start arguing and then we start judging everybody who doesn't think like this theory and we start getting angry that the smoke screen comes up that it's those people who are destroying the the world those people are destroying my country those people are against god those people are you know the reason that everything's so bad in my life that's because you came up with this one very small view of thinking you know the mountain not understanding that the other person is just explaining exactly what the mountain is but they're from sitting on the other side of the mountain so you, you, we, all of us have to spend some time of the day trying to understand different philosophies different religions different political ideas you must spend some of the time of the day doing it but that will it won't get you through the door it will help you from keeping others from getting through the door because it will make you a little bit more rounded and open minded and you might not tell someone oh no no don't push the handle <laughs> whereas the other people they'll tell somebody oh no don't go near that handle come over in the corner with me and keep trying to figure out the combination because only I know the combination so you don't be one of those persons but it will help you stay out of conflict understanding that there's plenty of things to fix within your own being it's within your own realm of fixing that you don't have to spend the majority of your day worrying about who is ruining the world and ruining your life let's go back now to opening the simple door of knowing right at this moment with no effort and with pure intention of not getting anything 
not accomplishing anything. Just doing what has to be done every day, at least some part of the day. It has to be the main practice, which is just being here naturally, right here, right now. No conditioned ideas. Nothing of the past. Just for one moment, let's do it. Don't worry, no one's going to steal your car. No one's going to take away your house. No one, don't worry, just be for the one moment. No thoughts, don't, no thinking. This guy is nuts, he wants to, you know, convince me of something. No, there's <laughs> none of that. It's just try to have your own experience right now of no thoughts. Just one second. Just taste it for one pure second. of us, we're going to be aware of this reality that, okay, so I'm not the body, I'm not the mind, and I'm this awareness of when I try to keep, we see when we go to that one second, with no past, no future thoughts, no trying to accomplish that. I feel that peace, love, and joy. That's my natural state of being. But then we see thoughts come in. So the first thing we have to know is that we are not the thoughts. We are the awareness of those thoughts. Okay, let's just go over that one second and you'll be able to quickly be a few steps closer to opening up that door. When you try to go into the enlightened state, the undescribable truth state, the eternal state, which is beyond thought, beyond mind, You must experience and be aware while you're getting rid of that smoke screen that, oh, yes, I can observe because let's say if I'm going to say, let's try to get, every time a thought comes up, let's put out that, let's look at it as though possibly it's 
sparks falling on the ground of a in a hot field and someone smoking a cigarette and some stuff of the ashes are falling off and little every time the little ash falls off onto the to the ground and the hot ground and this dry grass you put you put it out with your foot otherwise what happens that the, the little spark from the cigarette can light a whole forest fire so you as the observer you are the awareness that is what you are because you can be aware of when the thoughts come up you can decide I'm going to trace those thoughts and go into them whether they're good thoughts or bad thoughts but they take you away from the being the moment you are going to see that you have the ability not to get light that forest fire from this little spark of the thought and the best way the strongest medicine of the person who became the king's advisor realizing that he is the king and the king realized that he is the advisor and was able to go through the door what he was able to do was to inquire not the solution externally but internally tracing what is where is the root of the ego within me and we'll see it's in the heart is the I thought that comes up it is that I thought of the ego that creates all the other thoughts and as soon as I inquire about it where is it I can see that the reality is it doesn't exist the mind doesn't exist the mind is only thoughts and then if I inquire deeper well where what is my origin as I try to go back into the womb back into the seed of sperm back into the mind of my father to release the sperm into the womb of my mother which received it and then back to my father's sperm and as you see you go you go trace it becomes apparent you go to the beginning which is the end which is the beginning which is the end which is that huge beautiful oak tree giving life and shade and sustenance to everything around it yet 
it was a seed and Mother Earth told the seed, let go, come into me. This you, you'll be, this will be you. Could you imagine the seed arguing, saying, no, 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 I, I'm a little seed. I don't want to come into the Mother Earth. I do not want to lose my seedness. And the Mother Earth is saying, but, but look, if you let go, and disintegrate into the ground, you're not losing your seedness, you're becoming your true self. So, I'm sure almost everyone listening to this, and this is what happens, is the ego gets extremely nervous from this teaching that we're going to inquire its source internally, and we're also going to be aware of the ego externally, of all the conditioned thoughts and beliefs that have kept mankind in conflict and war. Aware of the reality that there are fruits and diamonds hidden within all the mud and all the peels and so we're going to have humility, knowing that the real solution is with me, taking time to inquire what is my true being. At the same time, we're going to know that there are holy people that wrote books, that gave advice. So it is good to be able to relate to other people to have some of that but not to think that that will help you open the door that can only point you to getting in touch with the real you and you have to do that the book can't do it the teacher can't do it you need the blessing and the grace with your own humility and desire for truth that opens the door for that grace. And if you're watching this video or any other videos that or reading other books or speaking to other people and you're looking for it, then you already have the grace and now you just have to stop the search in a certain sense, which is the main thing of being able to be the person who's just going to walk over because the person who had knowing not the knowledge it became aware very quickly said well the first step is I have to open the door so let me go towards the door and so he went to the door he went to the source and he said, well, let's just see how the lock is affecting the door. He went right to the source and he pushed on the handle. The knowing can't, the knowledge and all the knowing can't, the knowledge and all the books and all the teachers, they can't help you. They can't make you walk to the door. 
and they can't make you push down the handle. That comes from us each stilling the mind and going beyond the mind. And now when we start doing that, that is the real medicine, which is the only cure for all of these conditioned desires that all of us have of trying to think that anything in this temporal world is going to be our solution. And that's very strong, and that's why it's so simple but so complicated, because all of the conditioned ideas and the conditioned desires which can immediately be dropped in one sense if you just say let me just take a moment of no thoughts of past or future no accomplishing no goals then you are in the enlightened state you are there Now, if you like that one moment of it, nothing's missing. Why not go for another moment? And then you'll see that maybe you'll be able to have another still moment. No landing. Just try effortlessly. No effort. Don't stiffly try to be there trying to stop your mind. You can observe the mind, but then effortlessly, no thought. Just taste the being. And so, when you do that, every second that you do that, that gives the strength to answer when those conditioned desires come, whatever it is, food, drugs, sex, drinking, power, money, fame, whatever thing you think that you, if you would sit down, not like the busy two guys going through all their combinations and knowledge, but with the one dude who walked through the door, you would calmly say, well... I don't think that's really been the answer for anybody. Then you'll be able to remove the smoke screen. And then, as we said, you will know what is the natural, healthy relationship with this mind, with this body, with all the beauty that the existence does contain, but you will not be addicted to it because all of this world with all its beauty, the, the um, cure becomes, the cure and the present become very quickly the poison and the punishment when you try to cling to it 
when you try to grasp it, when you feel you need it. But if you're in your natural being, knowing that all the answers to the world's problems and my problems are right here, right now, with me, just being here right now, that is that is the divine that is whatever you word you want to give it which can't as soon as you give it a word it, it, it it's disconnected from the truth because it can only be experienced and all of those who have tried have only just tried to tell you you can experience they weren't saying only i can do it i'm beyond human don't make any of the greatest people or the worst people anything but human because all of us have the potential to be those worst people and those best people. The most cruel human beings are, are still human beings and don't make them not human, don't make them subhuman because that takes away you understanding that you could possibly be that. And you have the potential to be that. In one second of rage, anger can put you in a position of murderer so quickly. And you need to be aware of that. While on the same flip of the coin, you can be whatever you think that enlightened, most holy being has ever been, whatever name you want to give that person, whatever you think it is, you are that. That's what they're telling you. Those people's ideas have been robbed by the institutionalized religions telling you, you need to become, you can't do it, you can't be that, you need them, only they can do it for you. You need to listen to me, give me your money, let me tell you how to think. Don't like those people, don't like these people. Don't get into that. I know it's a heavy thing to get out of because you're emotionally tied to your parents, to your nation, to your religion, or your lack of, which is also the same religion. It's all the first ink on the paper. But as we know, every, so you want to say, well, I, I know my thing's true. Okay, the guy from ISIS, he says the same thing. He grew up in ISIS. He grew up in Hamas. He grew up in Hezbollah. Or he grew up in some, you know, right Christian fanatic terror group somewhere in Texas. Or he grew up in some, you know, other fanatical group somewhere else in the world whether it's communism or North Korea or it's someone who believed the BS of Marx or Lenin or Putin or Stalin it's the same thing they all thought that they, they were all <laughs> thought of, thought that's it they all thought that their thing because that's what they grew up with but what's soon happening in the world we're going to soon see. And that's why it's so deadly. All the 
telephones and all the computers, it has to be extremely deadly because the death is the birth. All of that is going to be used and is being used. And you see that what, why are all the, the evil regimes, they limit, and all of the controlling religions, they limit access to those things. Yes, they stay and are aware that there are evil things within those that total access of information, but they also know it's their downfall. It's the end of their control because the truth does not need to shout. It doesn't need to control. It doesn't need to be in a box. The truth is the truth. And so very quickly, all of the social media, all of this technology is going to lead the world to the new being where the new children are going to just be clear. It's just going to be clear to them. A nation? A, a, a religion? A you're the, you know we're we're all we're all nothing but who we are. We're we're all that. We're I, my blood doesn't under the microscope say anything except what your blood says. It might have a few different things, but it doesn't say any religion or any name or philosophy. I'm not different than you. You're not different than me. We have to all be able to be our unique, unique beings. Each of us has a unique fingerprint. Each of us has a beauty, unique thing to bring into the world. But for each other, as one, we are one, but not the same. And they're gonna. That is what the world is gonna come own. You can't own anything in the world. It's it's obvious. It's gonna be obvious because. No one's taking anything with them. And you're going to transform into something else. Or you might not. Or there's no, you know, it doesn't matter wasting time about that. But right here, right now, feel the beauty of the being, of being connected to it all. And do it for the sake of the all. Let your awakening that you're becoming your awareness be for the sake of the all. And then you will feel that connected energy, that beauty right here, right now. You'll feel all of that beauty coming through you. But if you start letting the ego lead you and you're going to start doing everything for your own fame, for your own satisfaction, for your own pleasure, the cure becomes the poison. The pleasure becomes the pain. So the main thing to focus on, we're gonna open the door right here, right now. We're gonna take time to get rid of the smoke screens. The first one is, that's the solution to all of my problems is nowhere else except with me. And the second smokescreen is, what is me 
is not what they conditioned me to. It's not my name and all the other cultural and all the other jargon that they laid on top of me, which is mixed with fruit and peels. I'm not saying that everything your parents did is bad. I'm not saying everything about your nation and religion is bad. First, you got a clean house. Totally go back before your father's sperm, before your mother's womb, before your grandfather's, before there was any separation in it. And bathe in it. Bring it back before the separation. That's what happens when you're in the being. You become the awareness. And then it gets all these other theories and jargons of names that I've been through for the last 28 years and so many different... <laughs> lived within walking distance of so many mystical paths who were convinced that they were so different and I was brave enough to, not because I'm so great, I just was raised that way. I would walk into the different buildings and read their different books and just understand that they're, they're all saying the same, similar things, just trying to describe that which can't be described. But what they do is they convince only we know and oh, they're, they're not right. And they just don't understand. It's just the words. It's just the words. There's been beautiful times in history when cultures meet, met and the people were humble enough because they were real to say oh I see that you're using different words to explain what we say we just say it differently using different words but I see you're pointing at the same thing and they agreed to just be together learn from each other you know the world's just a family <laughs> All my kids are completely different. All the people they married are very different. They all have different ideas, each one with their beauties and quirks. What am I going to... How beautiful is it when they're all in this, the house together? The energy is amazing. Just letting them all be their different things. And, let, and, and just let it be open where... How ugly it is it when I see other houses where they want everyone in the house to think the same way and to be the same. And if someone they marry or is a little bit different, they they kick, they don't want them in that. It's like a craziness. The beauty of whatever it is, it is the ultimate universal diversity. So the more universal and diverse you let yourself be and are able to see the beauty, that's the closer you can get to it. The more closed-minded and one-way thinking you become, the less, the, the further away you are from opening the door, from being it and realizing you are it. And you are it. And it is you. So, the smoke screens are gone, and now you might ask, okay, I'm silenced the mind, there is no world, 
that was just thoughts. I am now beyond life and death. The reality is it's so beautiful. I'm now beyond words. Okay, so then why did I have, what am I supposed to do with this mind and this body? And that's when you have to realize that doing can be the ego. And when you're not doing, that can also be doing. So first, there is no conflict between remaining in the awareness state, not fooled that you're the body and the mind and getting trapped by the desires of the world and getting addicted to them. You can, if you take the time, each one has to know himself. Whatever you're doing, you don't have to change where you're living, your family situation. Don't start telling other people what to do. Don't start changing your clothes or your haircut. Don't do any of that. Don't do anything that anyone else should know about. If you want it to really be real, no one should know about it. If they start feeling this peace and love around you, let them feel that. Let them come ask. You can tell them about the smoke screens you let go. You can tell them about the beauty of being. Wow, I used to think I needed all the Netflix to be relaxed or the pills the doctor gave me or the fast food to relax or a drink or drugs or sex or whatever woohoo trip I thought I needed. And now, shoo. Everything's right here, right now. Cosmic. Such a cosmic natural trip. Be in that state. You can be in that state as you deal with the world. And you will have the intuition to know what to do, what not to do. You will start to know. You will start to know. You will start to know if you're doing from the ego or you're doing from the being. But first, save yourself. First, save yourself. First, enlighten yourself. Be a light into yourself and know that all the answers are within you, but be with you. That's the most valuable thing you can do for yourself and for the whole world. From the place of peace, love, and joy, sending all of you and all of existence, peace, love, and joy.